0: This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. President Tsai Ing-wen calls a new 600-ton Coast Guard vessel a milestone in Taiwan's efforts to build its own ships. Taiwan has opened an agricultural section at its representative office in the U.S., and Taiwanese business tycoon, Terry Gou has a meeting with U.S. President Donald Trump. But first, today's top story. President Tsai Ing-wen has called a new 600-ton Coast Guard vessel a milestone in Taiwan's efforts to build its own ships. Tsai was speaking Friday during a ceremony in which several other new ships were handed over to Taiwan's Ocean Affairs Council. The 600-ton vessel is set for launch next month, and it will be put into service patrolling waters off southern Taiwan. It is one of 141 new vessels the government is commissioning as part of a plan to upgrade and develop Taiwan's Coast Guard. In addition to protecting Taiwan's waters from poaching and smuggling, the vessel is also ready to undertake military duties if needed. Taiwan has opened an agricultural section at its representative office in the U.S. The goal of the new division is to expand exchanges with the U.S. in the area of agriculture. Taiwan's envoy to the U.S., Stanley Gao, says that the division has been in the work since 2017 only recently has a budget been officially finalized. Gao says he is optimistic about the prospect of having seasoned agricultural officials stationed at his office. He says that the division will bring much-needed expertise to his organization. Taiwanese business tycoon Terry Guo met with U.S. President Donald Trump on Thursday. Guo left for the U.S. on Tuesday with his wife Delia Tung to attend the White House's annual Christmas party. Guo held a closed-door meeting with Trump for two and a half hours. Guo was mum on what was discussed during the meeting, but he told reporters that the meeting had, quote, nothing to do with Taiwan. Guo said that he and Trump discussed global economics, U.S.-China trade, and developments in the U.S. by Foxconn, the Taiwanese electronics giant he founded. He said that Trump is very interested in having Foxconn create more opportunities in the U.S. RTI news, programs, pictures, and more online at english.rti.org.tw. Check it out. The Transportation Ministry has announced plans to expand a travel subsidy program aimed at drawing more international tourists to Taiwan. The program provides a subsidy to visitors who fly international charter flights into airports outside the Taipei area. Under current rules, the subsidies are only given to passengers arriving on charter flights that are at least 70% full. But Taiwan's travel industry has complained that many inbound charter flights are only 50 to 60% full, meaning that these subsidies have only a limited impact. Plans to revise these rules would add a reduced subsidy for passengers on flights that are between 50 and 70% full, with the amount to vary based on exactly how full these flights are. Idini Kumai Baiwana Kanatar to Lingau. The Sound of the Puyuma Tribe on Radio Taiwan International. The National Chinese Orchestra Taiwan is set to put on a musical called Crossing Ridges, appreciating the music story of Bunun this weekend. The Bunun are one of the 16 recognized indigenous groups of Taiwan. The musical narrative will be based on a Bunun elder's recollections of the group's joys and sorrows through time as they became caught in disputes with neighboring peoples and later ethnic Chinese arrivals. The musical makes use of Pasibutbut music, a polyphonic song sung by a tight circle of Bunun men. In a few parts of southern Taiwan, the most important event on the calendar comes around just once every five years. Though this festival was once more widespread than it is today, a few villages are making sure the event keeps going. Just three villages of indigenous Paiwan people still celebrate the great homecoming of the ancestral spirits, said to take place just once every five years. But for the people of these villages, the celebrations are just as important as ever. The return of ancestral spirits come to check in on their descendants is an important occasion. But there is a traditional fear that these spirits might not want to leave when it comes time for them to depart again. For this reason, a chief will visit every house in the village when the time comes as a reminder. At this point, the people traditionally give crops as an offering of thanks. But this tradition has evolved into a piñata-like scramble for candy, as the owner of each house climbs onto their rooftop and throws down treats for their fellow villagers to catch. It's an adaptation of tradition that helps keep the festival alive in the few remaining places where it's observed. John Van Trieste, RTI News. Taipei's rainbow-themed sites are drawing crowds. These colorful locales are a great place to snap pictures with friends and remind visitors just how LGBT-friendly Taiwan is. Taiwan is the first country in Asia to legalize same-sex marriage. And if you're in Taipei, you don't need a reminder. The city has gone to great lengths to incorporate rainbows in its urban layout. People love it and they think that LGBT rights are an important issue. Taipei City Tourism Chief Liu Ting says that the rainbows are meant to attract visitors and encourage them to share pictures on social media. This way, the word gets out that Taipei is an LGBT-friendly city. Of course, Taipei is home to a number of LGBT-friendly restaurants and even Taiwan's very first LGBT bookshop. Visitors can rest easy when they visit Taipei, one of the friendliest cities in the world. Leslie Liao, RTI News Miali County's Shirtan Village is a hidden spot that's perfect for visitors who want to get away from the crowds. Attractions include a secret alleyway and a unique culinary heritage. Miaoli's Shirtan Village is an out-of-the-way kind of place with a lot of hidden history. Here, you'll find a 60-year-old wooden rice polishing machine in an old rice barn, and a secret route in town called the Hidden Alley. Local women who worked the fields during the day came through the secret alley at night to get the laundry done. That's because the alley leads to an underground river where locals once did their washing. Now the walls along the alleyway are decorated with nostalgic paintings showing scenes of life back when the town was famous for strawberry farming. These days, Shithan Village is most famous for a sweet iced dessert made with black herbal grass jelly. One creative local restaurant owner has taken this usually sweet ingredient and incorporated it into savory dishes like grass jelly dumplings and noodles. Shirley Lin, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.